1: Hello there my very good friends, on today's wrestling news we have the latest on the Charlotte Flair situation including Sonya
2: Deville being mad enough to fight. Why WWE's hands are tied with regards to the Charlotte Flair situation. The new WWE title challenger was confirmed on last night's episode of Raw. And what really happened to all those free agents after the WWE draft. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is... Is the news. All right, let's kick
1: things off by talking about a familiar topic over the past three or four or five or six or seven or eight days. We've lost 10 <laughs> at this point, but it looks like it's going to continue to be a familiar topic going forward. As Charlotte Flair, the situation, Friday, belt swap, argument with Becky Lynch backstage. Shoot being told to leave the arena, all of that stuff. Well, it turns out that Becky Lynch wasn't the only person who was a little bit pissed off with what happened, specifically with regards to Charlotte Flair. According to PW Insider's Mike Johnson, in a report that came out yesterday, Sonya Deville, who officiated that segment, Mm -hmm. she was the woman in the middle as the belt swap was going along when all the stuff fell apart and all the things that happened. Sonya Deville, backstage, was apparently... In Johnson's report here, uh, mad enough to fight Ooh. Charlotte at the situation. She, too, got into it with Flair after what happened happened, and the situation keeps developing. Now, a brawl with Sonia Deville doesn't sound like something that would go well for oh, Charlotte oh, Flair, no. given that Sonia is a former mixed martial artist and everything else. Um... But it's just a situation that kind of keeps growing. I think, like, in the segment itself, Sonya did look a little bit hacked off, didn't she? Yeah. She The way the way she kind of stood there and had to deal with all of this live on television and everything else, I can totally see why she'd be annoyed mm-hmm. and everything else. It's uh, a really difficult situation, I think, and uh, who knows what the resolution to it's going to be.
2: Uh, but I do. here we are. Oh, OK. They're bringing back the brawl for all, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no, look... I want to sort of tackle this because me and Hamflet discussed this on the brilliant SmackDown review podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. It's SmackDown, wrestling.
1: which is good.
2: Yeah, and uh, Hamfler, you know, said some interesting stuff because I sort of compared Sonia Deville to him being a parent with his two kids because it was like, no, you give her that toy yeah, and then you can have yeah. that toy back and they're just chucking it about and mess. To be fair, and he made a very valid point. As much as, you know, people have made a big deal, and quite rightly, that Charlotte Flair is kind of getting ideas, let's say, above her station, and, like you say, all that backstage politicking, protecting your spot, whatever you want to call it, right? The thing is, all three women in that segment were made to look stupid by the whole thing yeah. there is no way that goes well and people go what a brilliant main event that was it is just swapping belts and looking stupid and they it's, they didn't need to put themselves in this situation no. and they trying to make it a big thing they trying to make it competitive and what have you and they're probably going to be fighting anyway at Survivor series well depending on how that title match goes next week with bianca Belair, of course but i just think there was no good way of coming out of this but this is without doubt one of the worst uh things to come off it and yeah, yeah it's yeah. not just down to that dumb dumb segment It's also where yes. charlotte flair behaved backstage but yeah
1: it was a really stupid situation to put them in and i think like there's a weird core of conspiracy people who are out there going it's a work blah 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 everything else well no if it was a work they wouldn't have deleted it from the replay they aired on yes. saturday night so that's dumb don't don't get into that straight away but yeah, here we are, man. It's a whole
2: just layered onion of issues with this. And we'll see how it progresses. Well, the, how it's going to progress is the fact that WWE's hands are tied. Uh, another update from Dave Meltzer around this on the latest Figure Four Online Wrestling Observer update. And it's something we all kind of speculated on yesterday when discussing the future of Charlotte Flex. People say, what does this mean for her? A lot of Twitter questions. I know you guys have been asking about what we reckon the future holds for her. Well, Dave said, it's a tricky situation isn't it? Does WWE just hand her over to AEW? They have their hands full with this situation. Putting you across to the point that a lot of people have made of, yes, Charlotte Flair was probably out of order, but to a certain extent, you can probably get away with a little bit, Andy, because the alternative is handing your record female world champion over to your opposition yeah. who are, let's be honest, in need of more female superstars.
1: Yeah, it's a really again like interesting to to see Dave come through with this, this quote from a source effectively acknowledging that if we let this person go they're probably just going to go straight to the immediate competition which is of course where Andrade her fiance is and uh, everything else so what a really difficult thing for WWE to have to deal with here Um, you can say ah they should just get rid of her, cut her loose and all of this stuff but then the problems we've just discussed come up uh, but if there are irreconcilable differences between her and other roster members those need to ideally be dealt with as well I guess having Charlotte and Becky on different brands mitigates things a little bit but we're coming up to t-shirt time brand warfare where, where you'd think as the respective champions of Raw and SmackDown they would have to mingle Uh, it's not an ideal thing either way I am fascinated to see what comes of this and Mm. to see how WWE does address it but I also think there's a good chance they'll
2: just no sell the whole thing and try and progress progress. and probably turn Charlotte Flair babyface I tell you what this is enough to make me want to get off the internet Andy and just I don't know bury my head in a new book very good very good well you've come to the right place for that because we are today opening
1: pre-orders at shop.whatculture.com the links will be in the description below for a trio of books two of them are reprints, one updated one is brand new, the first one that brand new book, you ask from our very own Michael Sidgwick no wonder he's been avoiding me He, he, he hasn't spoken to either of us for a month this is why, Becoming All Elite The Rise of AEW, brand new Get it in your stocking. We've also got a reprint of Sidgwick's uh, previous book, uh, Development Hell, the Mm -hmm. NXT story from a few years ago. Uh, We also have an updated version of the 505 wrestling matches to see before you die. We've updated that to 606, 101 new matches. Because in the four years that have passed since we last published that one, a bunch of great new wrestling has come out. They'll all be available today for pre order. Shop.walkculture.com. International shipping available. Pre-order now, you'll get them for Christmas. Uh, Yeah, fill your stockings, feed your inner bookworm, maybe get a present for your friend, your your pet worm, (laughs) your dog walker, whatever the heck you want to do. It's a good time. Yeah,
2: I'm really excited about this. I've been trying to keep stum about it, and I'm awful at keeping secrets. But look, I'm really excited to get these out there. Development hell. Sidgwick's book. I've seen people uh, getting into it recently with all the fallout of the Wednesday Night Wars mm. and what have you. Uh, the the 606 wrestling matches you need to see before you die. I know you guys have been working really hard on that, and Sidge has been working his balls off on this this book, all about and all elite wrestling. Balls, so and he's got no mean big balls, so he's got big old bowels. Uh, and honestly. By the sounds of it from the things i've heard and seen about it all it's going to be sensational he's a brilliant writer he's clearly got a passion for aew and like you say whether you want to buy it for a family member a friend or as i often do at christmas just for yourself just buy (laughs) buy it for yourself right from santa and then at least you know you're going to get one excellent present perfect in time for christmas yeah go and pre-order them now links in the description
1: new ww title contender determined on last night's episode of raw <laughs> seth the chef in it so they did this in a very imaginative way a promo train opening segment biggie bunch of people came out. i'm just going to run through this because the video's going to go half an hour if i don't <laughs> uh, kevin owens finn balor ray mysterio uh seth rollins all coming down and going hey biggie i want a title shot sonya Deville came out and said you dorks she didn't call them dorks getting a ladder match later tonight four way ladder match contract above the ring Seth the Chef won that he's the WWE title contender no word on when that match with Big E will happen but they had a little face off on the ramp as Mm. Seth the Chef was going to the back afterwards Um, WWE's next pay per view is of course Survivor Series that's usually brand versus brand t-shirt time as we always call it uh, rather than individual brand specific programs but
2: who knows maybe they'll make an exception maybe they'll do it on TV who knows that's the match box. Love it. I think it's a great idea. Like, in terms of, yes, I know Seth lost at the pay-per-view, but they addressed that, and they didn't just hoy him in because he asked for it or because he attacked Big E. They put four potential contenders out there, and you thought the other three, eh, there's a story to be told there, but Seth actually probably was the best person for this. Like I say, even though he's just lost to Edge, that was more of a yeah. blood feud than a tile feud. He's not just coming out of... and well, losses eye. don't matter. Yeah, exactly. WWE Who cares? But, and also, the dynamic does actually work really well. Pure good in Big E versus... Jacket guy Yeah, and I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I think that I think these two are going to play off each other really well. Really. And in in the ring, I'm just so excited to see what they can do as well. So yes, wins and losses, rankings, but let's be honest, it's WWE, so we just put all that to one side. I'm looking forward to it, and I think they're going to be really good. Maybe they're even going to put the title match on telly and give it a proper amount of time, try and pop a rating, or they could put it all the way off until the new year, in which time they'll no doubt done a. Can they coexist as a tag team storyline? Because that's all they can do. Uh, right, let's finally talk about all those undrafted free agents after the WWE Draft. Bit of an update from PW Insiders Mike Johnson uh, surrounding what's actually gone on there. He has uh, updated us as to where they all are or what they're all doing. Uh, Asuka, uh, of course, was an undrafted free agent injured or just off telly at the moment. Uh, she's on Raw. Bailey, of course, still uh, recovering from that horrific injury. She is just on a Brock Lesnar, as you probably can tell, is going to be sticking around on SmackDown. Dakota bloody Kai. She is still uh, going to be sticking around on NXT, although that is now NXT 2.0. She's the one in the graveyard, in case you hadn't noticed. Uh, <laughs> Elias, he's putting a new hat on and staying on Raw. Even Marie, she's sh**. Uh, Lacey Evans. Oh, she's also unassigned. Lacey Evans, yeah. unassigned. Lucha House Party, Raw. And Titus O'Neil, so big that both shows can't contain him.
1: Yeah, there you go. No great surprises here. Long-term absentees are unassigned. Uh, you got the Lucha House Party who asked for their releases. I mean... Genuinely
2: w- thought they might. Some of them have been released, yeah. to be honest. Well, Kalisto went earlier in
1: this yeah. year, didn't he? And now we just got Lindsay Dorado and, and Gran Talik. Really, I mean, if they want out, just,
2: just let them out. Let them be free. Uh, yeah, no great surprises. Short-term absentees still assigned to brands. Brock on SmackDown down yep it's going to be interesting which side the unassigned ones pick ahead of brand warfare at survivor series speaking of which survivor <laughs> berries can be yours Jeez. with our partnership with top rope brewing unfortunately again this is only for our fans here in the uk but if you want to get your hands on 12 brilliant craft beers in time for survivor series it's going to be top rope versus what culture we're going to fight them bringing on 45 quid all in absolute bargain 12 craft beers free delivery you'll get them in time for survivor series celebrating five years of top rope brewing uh, all you need to do is head uh, to the link in the description and enter the code HERES why, for free delivery. Shout out to our friends at Top Rope Brewing who've supported us for a long time and they make absolutely delicious beers so much so they litter this set immediately after a stream as you can see I right here. I had this here. for my breakfast. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCulture WWE of course if you want to get in touch with us. First question, uh, a message from you, Rudy. Rudy Hernandez says, <laughs> I've been a fan for a long while. Love your stuff. How long do you think it will take until... Keith Lee, or Bearcat Keith Lee, or Keith Bearcat Lee, whatever he's bloody Bearcat board, Lee! Goes up against Archer of Infamy, Damian Priest. Yeah, that seems like a direction they could head in. It, it's a logical
1: one for the United States title division. It's a really good match, absolutely. Um, I don't think it'll
2: be long at all. Uh, let's get T-shirt time out of the way. Let's talk about that at the end of the year. Yeah. Day one. Stuff. There we go. And uh, very nice to see Keith Bearcat Lee, or whatever they're calling him, getting a bit of a push. And he roars now. And he certainly gave... Cedric Alexander a bit of a... Rarrr! ...of their match. That's why I want. I'm... rare. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I'd love to see that match and hopefully not too long. Thank you for the question, Rudy. Uh, second question today comes from Matt Ryan, a.k.a. Aussie Dead, talking about that pay-per-view schedule that came out yesterday. He says, with the pay-per-view schedule revealed for 2022 with a couple of TBD pay-per-views, would you like a return of a Cyber Sunday or another classic pay-per-view?
1: Ah, yeah, sure. Like, I always thought Cyber Sunday was fun, even, yeah. you know, when they gimmick the polls, they gimmick the polls, right? It's yeah, over. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a cool way to have some kind of interaction and everything else. I do think that the slots that are going to be filled up, I think they'll be... Saudi Arabia shows because those weren't on the schedule and the UK show so I don't necessarily know if we have room for anything beyond those two what's the UK one going to be insurrection or
2: oh something? I hope so and <laughs> I hope it's like like voiced that. by Zelina Vega in her new British voice like yeah although maybe
1: maybe not the best idea to hold a paper you called insurrection after the events of this yeah, January good point very um, good but, point
2: but yes I would like to say Zelina Why Vega we call it on it Brexit? the Brexit? just call it Brexit Brexit <laughs> Brexit, a (laughs) pay-per-view. There you go, WWE. Tory Geddon. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, bring back Cyber Sunday. It's the best pay-per-view that they don't do currently. Hey. Halloween Havoc today isn't it I've just realised yeah. uh, right final question today comes from Eddie Zamhari who says hey fellas uh, if you're invited to join a survival game where you had to stay on an island for one week and you have to choose one wrestler as a survival friend who would it be Eddie good pick here Brian Danielson he knows how to forage and live off the land doesn't he yeah good
1: choice good choice uh, I'm going for a trio I'm cheating I'm going for the entire Jurassic Express yes number one Jungle Boy from the Jungle Mate so like I mean we're kind of screwed if it's like a snow island and not a jungle one <laughs> but hey look I'm, I'm taking that gamble luchasaurus is a dinosaur yeah easy easy solution you can hunt animals for food and, and be big and and stuff there's only one left and marco's stunt i just throw it like tigers and stuff when i'm in danger so it's a perfect and combination if you're running
2: out of food and the other two are looking at you are like yeah, should we eat marco's stunt first? it's quite
1: quite skinny though i
2: don't know if there's much meat on those yeah. guys. i think they probably look at me and go <laughs> there's a succulent cut <laughs> but, um i'm gonna pick uh duke bloody hadson why? <laughs> because, oh wait, James gimmick every week. So okay. one of them's got to be Steve Irwin here. We've got a bloody wild one here. I <laughs> Wrestle some crocodiles with uh, Duke Bloody Hudson. And if you get bored, play a bit of poker with him. So there you go. There you go. And if not that, uh, he's tall as well and we can talk about, oh, there's a bloody nightmare being tall, isn't it? Hey? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Let us know okay. your sure. picks. Uh, okay. Who you'd like to hang out on an island with. Don't be horrible in the comments. I just realised that if you're going to yeah, be stranded on it, Don't, uh, don't be, be a, weird. Don't be a pervert. Don't be weird. Yeah, right, okay. Perverts. Let's move on to today's and finally. I was going to have the photo of the Miz on Dancing with the Stars, because this week, he's uh, the pin man from Hellboy. A pin face? Yeah, that's the pinface. one. <laughs> Hellboy. <laughs> but in fact... Oh, there's going to be comments. Uh, but in fact, we're just going to put up this image of Big E watching the TV over his shoulder, because he's an absolute legend. My, uh, Miller tweeted this image just with the words, my hero, <laughs> because WWE, don't understand how people watch telly, so they probably even thought, actually, that's a good thing because you can see just how big that guy is, you can see his chest. Yeah. A little it's biggie. Very funny. guy. Really. He's making all this work, isn't he? And yeah. He's, he's, he's Simon Miller. Is is uh, it's his hero? It's all of our hero here at What Culture. Love you, Big E. Right, let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and one of the dadly boys, the other one working hard on that book of his, uh, reviewing Monday Night Raw and looking ahead to NXT 2.0 and Halloween Havoc, of course, later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts from Twitter questions on Twitter, at what WWE. Watch well, there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H Murray. The H stands for honk. 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 If you
1: are a goose
2: or a bus. Follow me at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at what WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Honk. Hark.